0: What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a
1: girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it. We don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome
0: to you, Kim, sit with with us. us. I'm Call.
1: I'm Ashley. So this is a this is a funny
0: situation that we're in. So Quite quite funny. So you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, obviously. It currently is Thursday before. Second. Yeah, so we're a couple day we're you're listening to this like big events will have happened between when we're recording this right now well, and when you event. guys are listening to this.
1: Yeah, yes, one you big, will have a major event. I have no major, major events event. happening. No. But, but yours is major major.
0: Major, but we're coming to you just to paint the scene here. Yeah, um, it's like midday on Thursday. I'm fresh from a doctor's appointment. I just came oh. from the doctor. I'm still pregnant, uh, very pregnant, and um, I woke up this morning to some contractions starting to happen. Some oh, things are wow. starting to happen. And um, just so
1: we're all clear, the due date was yesterday, the first. Yeah,
0: due date was yesterday, and then it was kind of. I don't know if this is either. Whatever. Um. So, right, a- <laughs> we were recording Patreon, which if you're new here, you guys, we drop Friday episodes. If you want to double dip, soul sip with us,
2: yeah. these you are too. your
0: tried and true Tuesdays, and then we also drop episodes on Fridays over on Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash you can sip with us. So we were recording Patreon's episode, and yesterday, Wednesday. Yes. And I said, hey, by the time you're listening to this, I'll be holding my baby because I had an induction scheduled for Thursday night, which is in, you know, tonight. Right. And then I started laughing and I was like, well, at this rate, because it's everything seems to have been delayed. I was like, I think I I
1: asked you to like, do you bet? Like, I asked you to place a bet or something like, I don't know. What do you bet? And you're like, I'm done betting. I just know. By the end of June. By the end of June. So (laughs) we wrap recording.
0: And I almost texted you this, but there was a lot of other things going on. We wrap recording. I have a missed call from the doctor. And they said, so sorry. A lot of staffing shortages and things are kind of wild. We're going to have to push the induction. So it got canceled for tonight. And I just literally found out they were able to reschedule it for tomorrow Morning. Oh my god, were you? So I,
1: did you cry?
0: I did not cry. No, I they asked if I could come in this morning at 7 a.m., but they asked me that like yesterday at four o'clock, and I was like, I can't, it's too much of a turnaround. Like, yeah. we couldn't get our ducks in a row, right. like, it was just very fast. And then I woke up this morning to contractions happening every 10 minutes or so, and Ben took. Ben, with Ben, my water broke and you guys, there's like the story of Ben or something episode. So, um, and my water broke and then it took like a day and a half for Ben to get here. So I think I'm, I mean, knowing my, and they say the second one can come faster, but like water has not broken, but it is like every 10 minutes or so contractions. So it's not, it's not time to go to the hospital. It could be this way. The All
1: rest way. of the
0: day? When then, is
1: it time to go to the hospital? What do they say?
0: It's like, like every Hold on, I took a screenshot of this.
1: Yeah, because I have no idea.
0: It's like the 411 rule or the 511 rule. So it's 5 minutes apart contractions lasting for a minute for an hour or longer. Oh. Or There's conflict or four minutes apart lasting for a minute for an hour or longer. Okay. I couldn't get a clear answer yeah. on the internet. Um, so could be that I that things speed up and I'm in the hospital tonight, natural labor, or that I have my scheduled time, because with gestational diabetes, they don't want you going too far past your due date, apparently. Oh. Uh-huh. That's that's the reason. Okay. Um and I have that gestational diabetes thing for those of you who are new here. So, so otherwise I go in Friday morning and they help just speed up what my body is start yeah. wanting to start, yes. which is nice. Yes. Cause then hopefully, hopefully it won't be as much of an endeavor, Yeah, you know, cause yeah. I'm not going from zero to 60. So, so it's anyway, now.
1: it's go time.
0: It's go time. You're it's going to have
1: a contraction. So what did I think?
0: I was like, okay, you know what? I already had one. I've already had a contraction while oh, we've been, and recording. you just sat through it like a boss. Yeah, because the first thing on my mind was, gotta see Ash. I gotta record before I, could. before I oh. go to the hospital. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: But we're not recording a whole episode. We have, um, a uh, we have a
1: snack for you today.
0: A, oh my god, more than
1: more than we got a, snack.
0: a meal for you. at five. It's four, just,
1: actually it's an appetizer, is what it is, because. Yeah. We have Morgan Garza on who is like a, what is she? Specialist in all things, spiritual, crystal, like holistic healing. You guys, your mind is about to be blown. And I like... Honestly, Colin, I probably could have talked to her for a couple of hours because I left with more questions than I had going into the episode because she just opens up your brains. And and the potential for soul magic. Yeah. Soul
0: magic. She's into all of it. Like like astrology, crystals. Yeah. Like meditation, plant medicine. I'm just like – so her book – Soul Magic, which we're going to reference quite a bit in the time with her, is just fascinating to thumb through. And it gave us a lot of inspiration for things of like, hey, I want to explore this thing. And so hopefully it is um, something that inspires you. Yeah, we want to hear your feedback. Yeah,
1: Let us know. Is there a topic that she talks about that you're like, oh, I'd love to dig into that more? Because we'd love to have her back and maybe dial it in. Because we talked like high level about, I felt like a lot of things, maybe zone it in or something. But I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation with her. Blew my mind. Blasted it wide open. Yeah. Brain matter splattered everywhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The way you're describing this right now, because the other part that's happening right now is Ashley's ill. You're sick. sick. I'm sick. This is how much we love Yesterday, the pod. We're crawling here through contractions and illness. Yeah. To Yesterday be with you I guys, love IBM the hell out of you.
1: While we were recording <laughs> Patreon, I was getting <laughs> I was getting pumped full of fluids. It didn't make a damn bit of difference. Yeah. So I'm on my deathbed, but here's the good news: I'm going to be catching up. I'm going to be keeping up with the Kardashians today. Cause I'm not, my brain's not tired for sleep, but my, my body is tired, yeah. you know? So I was laying there and I'm like, I'm not tired. So I turned on the Kardashians and I'm going to have a lot to report.
0: Oh, this is exciting for me. <laughs> this is going to be perfect. So
1: call's going to, she did when she's referenced a couple big events.
0: Now that's, you know mine.
1: Yeah. Now you know my big plan. <laughs> you know mine. No, Woo! Don't want to keep you from that. No, it's uh, it's big time. So, but, but,
0: okay. Sorry. Before we launch into Morgan. Yeah. Were you gonna? What were you about to say?
1: I was gonna I, say this is the last time I'll see you as like a mom of one. I know it. It's unbelievable. It.
0: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's
1: unbelievable. It's At long last. At long last.
0: Very yeah. excited to meet her. And then you guys will hear all the details very, very soon. Um, but I'm getting we've been getting messages to our you can Sit with us Instagram like, hey, is call okay? Is she in labor yet? All these things. And then someone wrote a message yesterday that I because I go in and even if Kara has read them, I go in and read yeah. just as much as I can. Yeah. So I like to. I really like to be connected with all of you know people listening it's like yeah. really cool. And someone wrote the funniest message they're like I am checking every multiple times every day to see if calls and labor. Yeah. And also for when merch drops. Your guys Oh is yes.
1: March. Oh duh. And she said this
0: is just torturous what you guys are putting me through and the wait is going to be over on both of those things for you guys today, because yeah. by Tuesday, baby, we'll be here. And also our other baby that Ashley and I have been creating together, like I think our most favorite merch line yet.
1: Yeah. Is live. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's live. What is it? Sipsquadpod.com slash shop. Yes. It's a little Americana, but also like feminist, badass, whatever summer summer strong
0: yeah. summer yeah it is just it's so there's so fun and cool and strong
1: and we have hats we've never offered hats so we have two hats they're leopard print but we have one that's like a tan leopard and it says feminist on there which i'm obsessed with and then we have a white with gray leopard and it has a sip squad and we like that we thought about that one for like Bachelorette parties Oh or like, yeah you know, It's so perfect Or like but a wine
0: tasting Day with friends or wine tasting Totally
1: It's so it's a day good on the river, For summer Yes Pool party um, But Merch Or um, Quantities Like Brittany Who we work with on merch Is scouring all the time To try to get us The best inventory But As you guys know, if you've shopped any of our merch before, it is very hard. And and like all things, supply chain, it's been affected. So if you see your size, don't wait for a restock. Like place your order and get it going. Um, Yes. And she'll try to restock as things sell out if she can. But we can't guarantee that. So, like, And especially the hats. We only have like 20 or something.
0: Like press pause right now and go snag it.
1: Go do your shopping.
0: Yeah. And then come back. And you'll have merch magic on the way and then soul magic, soul magic for you right now with Morgan Garza. All right, you guys, we have a really special guest with us today. Um, I don't for those of you over on Patreon where we drop our Friday episodes, or maybe it was here on this on, on Tuesdays episodes, but we were talking about astrology and we're like, we need to have someone on the pod who really understands all things spirit and astrology and uh, and and then and then Mysticism, you can kind of, yeah, all, all the of things. the yeah. cool soul magic things. And then Kara, um, our assistant recommended. she's like, oh, my gosh, I've got the person who needs to be on the podcast for this. So Morgan Garza is here with us today, author, teacher, entrepreneur, Community leader, CMO of Saged, uh, author of the book that I'm holding in my hand, Soul Magic, which is a beautiful book, by the way. Um, so, Morgan, we're so excited you're here. Welcome to the You Can Sit With Us podcast.
2: Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so stoked to be here and sprinkle some magic on your listeners' ears for them. I went oh to your gosh.
1: website. You guys, you go to her website, and it says welcome to my spaceship. She looks like a goddess, just like living in her element. And it, it says, I'm here to remind you of your disco ball soul and show you how to dance with your darkness. Okay. I'm
2: yeah, in. Like, dance, Let Yeah.
1: And you sent, you sent us your book and I was, so then I just emailed you cause I'm like, you know, a lot about a lot of all of these things. I know nothing about any of it. Yeah. Where do we start? Like, how how do we even tap into your? How did brain?
0: you start? Maybe yeah, tell so us, you, like, yeah. what's your story, and how did you t- tell us everything?
2: Yes. Okay. So my story started. My spiritual awakening started, as many do, with a catastrophic event. So many times, people find spirituality through the depths of some shit. Can I say shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. This Going is down. let it fly here. What a wreck. Yeah. Sweet. So I uh, in 2008, I was 22. I was in a terrorist attack in Mumbai, India. Holy I shit. was working in fashion. I had just graduated from Fittim in LA. It's my first job out of college. I was so stoked. Went to India to oversee all our production for the upcoming season. And we were there for probably a week and the terrorist attack hit. So running for my life, realizing that so many people did not be were not alive they died they were not able to go home to their families um, I'm of course a foreigner in another country not sure of how to process all of this and so we go to the embassy the next day after the terrorist attack and the embassy is bombed and my passport is in the hotel which was bombed my purse oh, my is in the restaurant, which was shot up, which I was running away from. So I have nothing on my person. I'm wearing like these Jodhpuri pants and a tank top. And I was just sitting in the embassy thinking, I meant to experience this. I meant to live through this. I'm so young. I mean, at 22, you don't know shit. And I was like, I know that this happened for a reason. And I was so very young in my spirituality, what? but.
1: Wow. Like in that, that's crazy to have that sort of grounding in that while you're still in it. Because
2: it was like you, I heard people losing their lives. I smelled the bombs going off. You could feel it reverberate in your ribs. I mean, running through the streets with shots being fired behind you, you really learn about yourself in that moment because you either fight, flight or freeze. Right. And so I became this fighter. I realized that I was helping my boss who was two decades my senior and helping people who were falling on the street. I just went into action. And as young as I was, I've always been an old soul, but I didn't realize what I was capable of and what I could conjure from within myself in a time like that without even thinking about it. I mean, it was instantaneous. So when I got home, of course, I had tons of PTSD, survivor's guilt. My nervous system was a mess. I was going to all of these healers and acupuncture and all this stuff. And it wasn't until I went to Reiki for the first time that I woke up feeling like a new person. And I was like, I just want it all. And I think that experience in India made me realize like, shit, I've been playing small and I want to go out into the world and do absolutely everything that I can. Because when you have a brush with death, you just realize how fragile life is. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So there's a lot of ground cover in your book, which I don't, right. we will definitely not do this in the amount of time we have, like we will not, I definitely want to get to astrology I wrote down things, I was like past life regressions, tell me more Um. so there's like really cool, fun things that I want to like dig into and have some fun with it on the pod but like, but this, like you guys soul magic, it covers a lot like aromatherapy crystals, like Essential oils. There's a ton of stuff. So like, and we've also had um, a spiritual medium, a spiritual medium, Erica Gabriel, on the pod before. And you dig in. We've like, also
1: both done what grounding is that what it's called? The energy yeah, clearing. We've, the energy remember? clearing. We we've did that. With that. And s- I wanted to also yeah. talk to you about because you said I'm really curious about shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that shadow work is not everyone's favorite thing to do, but it can be like you said, personal therapy. So what was your, how did you, maybe your introduction into, so you did the Reiki and then how, how did you get into this universe and where would be a good place for us to start?
2: Um, I mean, we can start anywhere. I think astrology was really my gateway. I learned okay. a lot about astrology when I was younger, especially when I was working for the company that took me to India. My boss was super into astrology and taught me a lot of what got me started. I think it's people when they get into spirituality, there's always one thing that is like the gateway drug, right? It gets you in, it gets you comfortable and feeling that this is a different world and you can still explore it and it's safe and you can learn a lot about yourself, but it's not like super overwhelming. So whether it's mm-hmm. crystals or aromatherapy or reiki Mm. or anything like that that opens your mind then you're like okay i'm hungry for more i've digested this and now i want to see what else is out there so for me it really was astrology was like the beginning of okay i understand the correlation between what's happening in my life and what's happening in the stars and then Mm. once i got deeper and deeper then i could really like foresight, have foresight with stuff and be like, okay, well, this month is going to be really good for this. And right now is not a good time to do these kinds of things. And so I started playing with my own chart and feelings and really looking back on stuff and being like, okay, this month was a shit show. What happened? And then I would look at the stars and be like, oh, that makes sense. Cause this planet was transiting this house and all of these things were happening. And so once I was able to make these connections, I could understand myself better and then understand the impact Of my outer world, like our celestial bodies that are all around us, and really figure out what worked best for me to make sense of that.
0: Okay. That was a lot. So (laughs) like faces are great. (laughs) So like the stars and us are connected. There's a well quote. Like I've heard
1: the Mercury. I always feel like when when I'm like feeling crazy. It's, it seems like Mercury's always in retrograde, and it's so I'm like oh, I don't know what's going on. I feel out of it this month, and then people will say, "Oh, Mercury's in retrograde." So I do get like being connected, but it's a very far off thing for me. It's I I can usually contri- attribute it to that because whenever I do
2: feel really off. But you said we're just coming out of it right now. We are in the very middle of it. It doesn't end until, I want to say, June 3rd. So it started on May 10th, which happens to be my birthday, which is not (laughs) the greatest birthday gift that I could ask for. But um, it happens three to four times a year. So this really popular transit gets a lot of play in the media because it's this easy thing to talk about and be like, watch out, guys. But there's a lot of fear mongering that goes into that. And I don't Mm -hmm. believe in any of that because then you're externalizing your power, right? You're giving power to these things that don't have any footing on our 3D planet. Everything is outside of us. So it's really hard for us to decipher like, oh, well, you know, this Mercury's retrograde, Pluto's retrograde. We just had an eclipse season. All of these things are happening. And so you can easily give into that fear and be like, well, stay inside and back up all your files and don't do anything. Don't make any plans. Don't sign any contracts. Don't text your ex. Don't do all of these things. But um, I think what Mercury retrograde has more to teach is slow down. And reassess Mm. and don't move too fast and don't make hasty decisions and don't do things that you weren't already in motion with. Just stop. And as humans in an American society that requires us to move and go and achieve and change and do all of these things and earn, it's really hard to slow down. And so when we're given this requirement, to stop because if you don't then you are going to create your own chaos it really is a nice permission slip to be like hey no i'm out of office i'm not going to this party i'm canceling these events i'm canceling this trip i want to just like refresh myself and i think there's a lot of gifts in these moments of contraction so with astrology you always have expansion and contraction month to month sign to sign there's never You can't always be blooming. So there's never a time where you're just always on or always off. And I think that's really beautiful because we need these periods of inner reflection and rest so that we can then bring all of these lessons that we've learned in the darkness out into the light and apply them and integrate them and then be like, all right, here's my coming out party. Like, this is what I've learned in my rest.
1: You know, we are big fans of Taking care of your mental health. And BetterHelp has been our go-to resource for that recently. Life can get overwhelming, right? A lot of us can feel burned out with what's going on, and we don't even really know the source of it. Sometimes our symptoms might be lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, uh, detached, tired, all kinds of things, whatever, right? And we associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life, I think being a parent of young kids can contribute or feeling like you're disconnected from your spouse or, you know, whatever it is. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. This has been super helpful for me. I love that you get to do it from home. So we've mentioned this before, but you go online and you'll take a quiz on what exactly you're kind of going through and what you're looking for help on. And then it will recommend therapists in your area and it'll give you a whole bunch and you can try them out. Sometimes I'll click on one and the schedule won't match with me and then I'll swap to another therapist or sometimes I'll meet, like I've met with them and been like, "Mm, it just doesn't feel like the right fit. And then I'll swap until I find my right one. And then I also switch therapists when I want to switch what I'm focusing on. But probably there's like, if you find one that's a great fit, you don't have to, you can stick with the same one. But it's been so nice to be able to do it all right from home. BetterHelp is customized online therapy, and they offer video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And I have found it to be much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist within less than 48 hours.
0: You can sip with us, listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com sip. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com sip. Betterhelp.com slash sip. There's this quote in the book that I uh, uh, paged it down. And then when you were talking about like you were backwards engineering, like I just had this crazy month, what was going on in the stars. And when I think about astrology as a total rookie here, Mm -hmm. it's like there's something bigger between us and the universe, astrology, stars, planets. Whatever it may be. So this quote, the soul of a newly born baby is marked. And this is the quote from your book. The soul of the newly born baby is marked for life by the pattern of the stars at the moment it comes into the world, unconsciously remembers it and remains sensitive to the return of configurations of a similar kind. So are you saying that like my star code because of the moment that I breathed air as soon as I was born is like pre-mapped or like, can you just talk more about that connection that everybody yeah, has? So
2: what that means is that at the time you were born, you have a natal chart. So it, it is a snapshot, a fingerprint of the exact moment you were born in that time and place. So when you run your natal chart, you need your exact time of birth around the same time could be fine too. If you don't have your birth certificate or your parents don't remember or whatever you were adopted, like all of these things can factor in. But, um, It's a snapshot. So everywhere in the world has a different time where the the planets cross over and things are happening. So you have a sun, moon and rising, which are like the big three that people focus on. Um, But within that and outside of that, there's so much going on. There's so many nuances. So it's not like it's destiny, like your life is painted in the stars and you are, you know, the time of death is predicted as well. It's more like what you're going to be good at in life, what struggles you're going to have, your family and relationship dynamics, your relationship with yourself, your health. Some Mm. things can be determined and some things of course can be changed. We have free will always, but the natal chart is just a way to better understand yourself and the things that you have that come easily to you and things that are more challenging so that you can not be so hard on yourself and be like, hey, this is because this is going on. But then you can also get into a tricky place where you just blame everything on your planetary mm. placements. And you're like, oh, right. well, it's just because my moon is in Aries. Like, no, you're just being an asshole. Right? <laughs> like right. take ownership. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the natal chart is a really great way to Start getting into astrology and start learning about yourself so that you can show up better first for you and then help other people with what you have going on. So like I always say, seek to understand, not be understood. So you're not going around telling people like, you need to understand that like my mood is in this place and this is why I'm like this. But it just gives you a better idea of like why you are the way you are. And so that you can better work with it and show up in a way that takes that into account and doesn't use that as a detriment and uses it more as like, this is just information that's helping me along my path. Have you ever seen it not be accurate? Um, If you have the wrong birth time, sure. Yeah, you can go through your whole life thinking that you're something that you're not. But there's also so many different types of astrology. Like what we practice as Western astrology, it's more modern. In India, for example, they practice Eastern astrology, which takes into account the way that the universe is expanding and the movements of the planets. So like, let's say Saturn is in seven degrees when you were born, but as your life goes on, it's going to be slowly shifting. And as time goes on, so when when Western astrology was created, this was like 5,000 years ago. So the planets have moved in space since then. So... It just depends on what you align with. Like when I look at my chart in Eastern astrology, I would be an Aries, which I'm a Taurus, which I'm like most definitely not Aries when you think about how I lead my life and my characteristics and all of this stuff. So I feel like a lot of astrology is perception and what you connect with. And of course, you're going to be resonant with some things, but it's also just a way to feel connected to yourself in a way that you don't have access to otherwise?
1: I asked because I feel like there was a time in high school, I had a friend who was really into astrology and knew a lot about, I guess, Western astrology and signs, but I am a Capricorn and I never felt like I connected with that. And then I was at a farmer's market one time and stopped by a booth and she asked something, like maybe my birth year or something. I don't know. And she was like, oh, your moon sign is cancer or something like that. I don't know. So then I started reading more on cancer. And I felt like at that time in my life, I I was like, oh, yeah, I could see more of that. Being Like I related to more of that. But because of that, I've never really spent any time digging into astrology because I felt like it didn't really relate to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But well, there's I mean, so much more yeah. than your sun sign. Like we all grew up reading our horoscopes and cosmopolitan and newspapers and right. stuff like that, right? right? But that's like one s- tiny, tiny fraction of your entire chart. So your moon sign, your rising sign, your Venus, your Mars, your Mercury, all of these other placements and planets really matter. And the houses matter. So there's so many layers the to astrology that if you don't feel aligned with a lot of what you're reading about your sun sign, that's probably because you have a lot more placements in your other planets and other areas that take more space in your life than just your sun. Yeah. What is a house? So the houses are representations of things that we go through life. The first six, there's 12 houses. The first six houses are like what's personal and like really interior in your internal life. And the latter six houses are what you're experiencing in interpersonal relationships and things outside of your direct self. So they're like money, um, career, love, your relationships, your health, your home, your family, all of these things, your spirituality, all of this stuff is represented by a house. And depending on which planet you have in that house and which degree that planet is at and which sign rules that house, <laughs> then you have all of these different nuances. So I know this sounds super confusing, but it all really matters when you dig into it. And if you just like skim the surface, you can you can get some information. But when you really drill down, you're like, oh, shit, that makes so much sense. Because this and this and this and the other thing, and they all come together. And you're like, wow, light bulbs go off. And you feel mm-hmm. really validated in yourself, yeah. you know?
1: Where would you, you skim the surface? What's the resource yeah. for that?
2: Um, there's so many resources. I think astrostyle.com is a really great resource because when you put in your birth information, then it gives you a breakdown to like read it. And anything else really just gives you your natal chart, and then you have to decipher things on your own. So it'll give you things like you have your son in Capricorn in the fourth house, which We'll give you all of what that means in the fourth house rules, the home and the family. So I mean, all of these things come into each other, but that is a great resource to get a little bit deeper than just looking at like the insanity of a natal chart for a newbie and being like, okay, there's angles, there's lines, there's graphs, there's yeah. symbols, yeah. there's numbers, there's all of these things going on. And it could be really overwhelming.
0: AstroStyle.com?
2: AstroStyle.com. Okay. Yeah. It's I'm super intrigued. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. into it. It's so fun. And like, I don't subscribe to anything. Absolutely. I am very much, ai am going to have this power. Like my book is very much how I live my life. Like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I'm not like going to death for anything you know like mm. I'm not gonna die for astrology or get into fights with people who like don't believe in it I'm like this works for me sometimes I like can't even read my horoscope like when I'm down mm. in my shadow and in my darkness I'm like I don't need any outside influences I just need to be here for myself. Right now, like I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck what my moon is doing or where Mercury is or like any of that. Mm-hmm. So I think it just really depends. You have to be discerning for yourself and not take everything in all at once. That can, again, be overwhelming, but also it takes you out of your own intuition and your own discernment and your own magic. And then you can't advocate for yourself because you're continuously externalizing your power and taking advice from all of these other things rather than just yeah. like shutting up for a second and listening to you.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's also the world we live in, tells us to outsource our power in every, yeah, all areas. Everywhere. Know? What we eat, what we think, how we move, what job to go for, like all of it, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you believe in like soulmates? Like with the, st- like it's written in the stars, you know, that phrase, like whether that be um, your spouse or like I consider Ashley like a friend soulmate, like we were meant to- the way we met and how we met and like doing this project at like, do you believe in that stuff? Like I do. I
2: believe, I don't believe that you are destined to meet one singular person who is going to be your partner in, in any single way throughout life. I think that's a little bit constrictive and constraining and um, just cuts you off from so much like twin flames. A lot of people talk about twin flames and that just makes my skin crawl. Because that's the belief that there is only one person for you out there who is your match. So the idea of a twin flame is that when the universe started, we're all souls, right? And then Mm -hmm. your soul splits into a masculine and a feminine. Whether that's gender, non-binary, whatever, it's the energy of the masculine and the feminine. And then you're supposed to spend your entire life finding the other half of your soul. And hopefully... You've been reincarnated with them. But if not, then like (laughs) good luck on match.com. I don't know. Right. So I feel like the idea of twin flames is a little bit crazy. And the relationship of a twin flame is supposed to be really like catastrophic and chaotic and fire. And like you're really like teaching each other these lessons. But soulmates, yes, absolutely. Like my husband is 100% my soulmate, but I also have tons of soulmates. Like my dad is my soulmate. We've had past lives together. Um, I have girlfriends in my life who are soulmates. And these people who come in that it's like that instant connection. Like I was reading your guys' story that you just know when you know, you know. And when it works, it just like there's no questions, right? And sure, there's shit comes up in its life. We're humans. We're in the 3D world. We're going to experience 3D shit. But there is that underlying anchor that makes you feel really safe to go through that kind of life stuff together because you know like no matter what – you are each other's person and you're always going to have each other's back. And there's a soul connection that defies the logic of meeting someone and falling in love that we're told and read in magazines and all of these things.
0: Yeah. Mm. How did you know you
2: had a past life with your dad? I did a past life regression. Okay. A past how, life what? A past life regression. What? Tell me more immediately. Yeah. So my dad was my son. I was like a chief in a tribe and my dad was my son. And at the time I didn't want kids. My husband and I had just met and I'd never wanted kids before I met him. um, And now we do, which is really cute. But at the time, like I thought that seeing this past life with having a child meant that i didn't have to have a child in this life i've already been a parent he was a very successful person Mm -hmm. he ended up leading the tribe whatever whatever so there's always a lesson there for you i think um the other past life regressions that i've had have not been as profound as this one but this also happened to be my first one. So I think it's interesting that I went like the deepest first. How do you even access that? How, does, how, how uh, does that I'm even... like a practitioner. You have a facilitator who takes you into like a deep hypnotic theta state. And you're just like super, super relaxed. And it's not like your brain is running. And it was crazy because I viscerally felt the emotions that I was feeling in the regression. And like I would start breathing heavy if something was, you know, like just upsetting or disturbing, and mm. I started crying, and my heart was racing, but like my body was flat and calm and still, and I was breathing like as if I was in a really deep hypnotic state. It was fucking wild. but when I was going through this at the end, because my the the relationship that I had with my son in this past life was amazing. He was a warrior. He like saved the whole people from all of these things. He always went out to hunt. And like, at the end I was dying, I was in bed or like on this like straw mat dying. And he came over and was like, I'm taking over. Like, don't worry. Like I'll take care of everybody. I've got this. And at the end, the facilitator was asking me questions and having me go back through some of the things that I had experienced and told her that I was feeling and and witnessing. And she was like, do you have any idea who your son was in this life? Is it someone that you know? And immediately I was like, that was my dad. Like that intuition trust, like Mm -hmm. I'm not making this up. And you're just trusting yourself that like, yes, absolutely. I know that that relationship was that person. And like my dad is my soulmate. He understands me. He like anticipates my emotions of how I'm going to feel about something. Whereas like my mom, I love her. We're best friends. But she doesn't have that same kind of connection that I do with my dad. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was wild. And I think there's so much to learn and gain from past lives. They can be extremely traumatic to revisit as well. But, um, if you've ever want to get, get into past lives, I would recommend starting with many lives, many masters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It is an incredible book. It's about this man who was a clinical psychologist, started working with this woman, and was regressing her into hypnosis to try to help her. She had tons of ailments, and um, one of in one of the like hypnotic regressions, she went into a past life, and then had a miraculous healing when she came out of the session. And he was like, "What the <laughs> like? What was that?" Yeah.
0: And it's like a real sciencey guy. He was uh-huh. not woo woo no, at all.
2: All. Yeah. And he was like even denying it. Like he was a skeptic yeah. of his own experience that he mm-hmm. had firsthand. And so the book is an account of their ongoing relationship together about his experiences with her like higher order spirit guides that told him all about the different ways that the world works, the universe works, that souls work and come and go and reincarnate and, and like the life cycle of souls. But uh, Brian Weiss is the author of the book. It's absolutely mind blowing.
1: Yeah. I have so many questions now about your regression and like, so it's not linear. And I know like time is just a made up concept, but I'm thinking, so you, your dad was your son in a past life. And then I'm wondering like, how, why did he come back before you to become your dad? Right? Like yeah, you yeah. died. Before, you
2: know, I so know. I was wondering if
1: you had another experience before you were having this experience, right? It's just so wild to think yeah. about. The journeys our souls have been on.
2: It really is. And when you start getting into it and you start looking at your own soul's journey, and if you talk to mediums, like you guys said that you had a medium on here, but if you talk to mediums, they all have the same story of what happens to the soul after death. And even if they don't talk to each other, there's no connection. Like, of course, there's like medium conferences and stuff, but in personal experiences, they all have the same story of what happens to us. And I think it's just, it makes the fear of death, which Americans in our society and culture have an incredible and debilitating fear of makes it less scary and more just like, okay, you know, you don't have to think about going to heaven or hell or make it religious whatsoever. It kind of becomes neutral and more accessible and more, um, I don't know, just acceptable to to realize that you are never going to die we don't die we just continue and we bring all of these experiences with us and while we may not directly remember past lives now as adults there are plenty of children who are born with very clear memories of their past lives my cousin has a son who experiences that now and he's i think turning 5 or 6 now and it's kind of waning, but he would have, I mean, names and places and events that she was like, at first I thought he was dreaming, but they were so clear and accurate. He was just like absolute about telling them that she was like, he's, he's remembering a past life and she's open enough to be able to realize that that was happening and accept him for what was going on and and help him through it. But yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's mind blowing, but it's also like soul expanding to realize that we are always going to be here in some way or another.
0: All right. One of my favorite partners on the pod, you guys, you know it, you've heard it before, but have you signed up yet for HelloFresh? HelloFresh, farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep, AKA dinner made easy. Chris and I are very loyal HelloFresh customers And we just absolutely love that it takes the guesswork out of dinners delivering fresh, quality produce from the farm to our door in less than a week so we can savor summer flavors and delicious recipes right from home. HelloFresh has... Uh, 30 dinner recipes that you can go in and choose from every single week. That's the most choices of any meal kit. And I love going on their website and perusing the dinner recipes that we can pick from um, and pre-scheduling. Like I go in and I schedule weeks in advance. Like what do I want coming this week, that week? Um, and it's awesome. At any point, you can. It's super foolproof. The recipes, um, so you can do like updates. If you're going on vacation, you can skip a week. The plans are totally flexible. We all know that summer's a busy time, but these recipes come and it's super foolproof, step by step, which makes it really joyful too. To just like not have to be overthinking. What do I need to go to the store and buy? Or how do I make this? You know, dinner. Like it's it takes the overwhelm. Out. Out. we made the most delicious poblano tacos last mm. night with this like red pepper cream sauce it was they were so so freaking good
1: go to hellofresh.com slash sip 16 and use code sip 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts that is, if you go to HelloFresh.com slash SIP16 and then you use the code SIP16, you will get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. It's uh, no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit.
0: I, I'm thinking about our listeners who might be listening to this and thinking like, cool, I want to dive in and like get started with this stuff. And then other people who are like, eh. Whoa, woo, Like this is too much. Um, but I'm I'm curious. Like, in either scenario, there's certainly things that, especially in your book, that I think everybody could get something out of. Like, uh, crystals. Some people get like real, really into crystals, and I've been cu- uh, crystal curious. And so I'm curious, like, what your starter pack is for someone. No matter where they're at on that spectrum of like wanting to dive in or not, but like obviously your book and then like what else would you recommend? Like, Do you have essential oils or crystals or things you do or like what's your starter pack for people to get curious about their magic?
2: Um, I don't really do starter packs with people. I more do like business consulting. I don't do like one-on-one personal soul work, like coaching with people. I don't want to get into people's shit. I'd rather get into their business and let therapy and other <laughs> people handle that. Um, But quick plug, I think the app that I am the CMO for is a great starter. It's Easy. We have daily rituals, meditations, a lot of articles. And if you want to dive deeper, there's like ceremonies and live classes. So it's a great way to skim if you just want to be like, okay, what is this all about? And it's also available to go deeper with workshops and moon ceremonies and chanting and live classes that take you into like <clears throat> a super deep dive on one particular topic. So I guess it just depends on what you want to explore with. But I say in the beginning, like cast your net wide and see what resonates and then start trimming the fat and be like, okay, I didn't really like that. That was too much. I'm not ready for this. This went right over my head. This feels really weird and icky and strange. and I don't even want to go there and just be honest with yourself on what's resonating and what's not and don't feel like what got you into exploring all of this has to be the thing that carries you through like so many things fall away and that's Okay. And the things that you start with may not be the things that take you through, but they at least like planted the seed. And then you have plenty of other tools to water that and grow it and nurture it and make sure that it's getting enough sunlight and you know, on and on and on with that. But I think you just have to listen to what is most interesting to you and accessible because there's a lot of skepticism, of course. I mean, I'm still skeptical of things sometimes. And then that inhibits me from going deeper or from exploring it. So start with the things that feel accessible, that feel curious, that like either give you goosebumps or light you up or make you tingle or like make your heartbeat faster. Be like, okay, I'm gonna look into this and see what that feels like. But I think astrology crystals, uh, aromatherapy are great ways to do it. Tarot is also a beautiful, beautiful practice to get into. Start pulling a card a day. Um, Anything that helps you understand yourself first and your inner world will then help you go out in like small concentric circles to understand your outer world. But if you try to do it all at once, it's going to feel like a lot and overwhelming and and really having like a spiritual awakening isn't this like – Sitting on a mountaintop with the wind blowing your hair and having this like beautiful meditation. It's hard work. You're probably gonna lose friendships because you're realizing that you're maintaining these people who aren't aligned with what you want. You have identity crises, you have all of these things that come up. So like going down this path can sometimes shake you so much that you're like, all right, (laughs) I'm losing myself to find myself.
1: Mm. It's
0: intense.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's so good and it's so worth it and it's so fruitful to cultivate even just like five minutes a day of like reflection. Just start with that. You know, you don't have to do spells or rituals or become a witch or like any of that. There's so much that you can do within the confines of your own body that are going to expand you immensely.
1: Awesome. Um, What is the shadow work that you were speaking
2: about before? Shadow work is the coolest and the hardest thing about all of this. It's basically what people go to therapy for, you know, but it's in a way that you're walking yourself through these things. And sometimes in real time, sometimes decades later, like in my case from surviving the terrorist attack in India, I didn't deal with it for so long, but it's just the process of becoming aware of something that is holding you back or living in your shadow or making you feel small and things that live in your shadow as Carl Jung so eloquently and uh, professionally defined. He was not spiritual whatsoever, but it's just the things that are either shameful that you're ashamed that you've done or trauma that's happened to you or just things that have happened in your life that you feel that you have no control over and you don't want to deal with them. So it's like the stuffing down of the unfortunate and inconvenient things that you just don't want to deal with. And shadow work is the process of lovingly and compassionately calling yourself out on your own bullshit because you have to. You have to say, I have held myself back. I've hidden away all of these things. And you know, you throw something in that hall closet and shut the door so fast so everything doesn't come pouring out. This is the process of like slowly and methodically bringing those things out, looking at them with compassion and saying, okay, why did this go in there? Why am I ashamed of this? Why do I not feel like this can be part of my life? It could even be a behavior that lives in your shadow that you don't think anyone is going to like you for if you let it out. You know, there's so, so, so many things. And working on it can be done in a lot of different ways. You can do this through journaling, through meditation, through therapy, through working with crystals, through astrology and learning more about like your why. But once you are aware of something, then you can better understand it. And once you're aware and understanding, then you can accept it. And all of those three things lead to freedom. And then you can start working on the next thing because there's never going to be a lack of shadows to work with. Mm-hmm. You're never going to arrive. You're never going to like make it and be like, I have it all figured out, y'all. Like, don't worry. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's a lifetime. And once you have one thing figured out, here we are, humans living in a 3D world, another thing is going to come in.
0: Morgan, my mind <laughs> yeah.
2: isn't in this planet. Talk
0: anymore. about a mind opener. This has right. been a mind opener. Yeah. Where do people find you to like like continue more. this uh mind opening experience for themselves and to like keep track of all the cool things you're doing? Like definitely uh let's share that and like anything you want to plug as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. So everything is on my website morgangarza.com. And then if you want to dive into exploring spirituality on a daily basis, go to sagedshop.com. That's sage with a D and download the app. It's free. You can get the daily rituals and just start exploring and see what, uh, tickles your fancy and lights you up. And that's going to lead to another thing. So yeah, check oh it gosh. out.
1: And then do you do anything on this? Like, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Does it?
2: Yeah, do you can over there? follow me on Instagram. It's Mo Gars, M O G A R Z. And then for Saged, it's Saged app. And we have monthly ritual boxes. So if you want to start there, we send you a box every month based on the wheel of the year, the time of the season, the astrology that's going on. And you get a whole bunch of cool little goodies. And then I lead a live ritual and meditation that helps you make use of it all and then anchor you into the energy that we're inviting you into with the box and that is really happening around us. So I think that's also a great place to start if you're like, well, I don't have a tarot deck and I don't have crystals and I don't have all of these things. And not that you need tools. Like, let's be really clear. You do not need tools to be spiritual. They just help facilitate um, an experience that will be more open and give you ways to expand further rather than just doing it on your own with your journal or whatever.
1: Awesome. Cool. Okay. Thank so you. To shop, it was saged. I'm trying to find it Sagedshop.com. Yeah. And then Sagedapp.com is where you can go get the app. Cause I just noticed, and I don't know if it's just me, but I can't find sage shop from the saged app website.
2: Right. So they're different. The saged apps, uh, is old and it's just for like downloading the app. Really what we oh, built okay. out is okay. the shop with all of the products and the uh, workshops and rituals and guides and courses and everything. Cool. So it's quite the library of resources. Yeah. I'm in. Yes. I'm like, I can't wait. Get I
1: it. mean, I'm a little like, I don't know where to start, but if you tell me to start with the monthly box and pulling a tarot card and like, I'm going to dig into my natal yeah. chart and astro style. We've got our marching orders and then we're going to have yes. to bring you back once we have a little more awareness. Yeah, and, and then
2: we can explore. dive into your guys's charts and see like yes. compatibility and all of these really fun things. Once you get a little bit of understanding, then you're like, okay, I get this and then you have that foundation to go and build and explore and and just like keep looking around and being like, all right, I understand myself better. Now I want to understand the people around me and run yes. their charts and see like why this is happening and how we collaborate on this thing. And so it's just really really cool. And it just helps you get more centered and grounded and like fall in love with yourself because that is my Mm. goal on this planet for everyone to be the person of their dreams.
0: Mm. Oh, I love that. I love that too. And I was just writing a note that we need to do these things and then have you back and talk about all of those things.
1: Yes. Um, Awesome. Thank you so much, Morgan, for being here and sharing your – magical wisdom with us. And yes. I mean, we'll for sure be in touch because this is just the tip.
0: Tip of the iceberg. Just a
1: tip. Just the
2: tip. Just the tip. You know, you, you know, <laughs> you want you. the whole thing. We do. We want the whole thing.
1: We, I, mean, I am not the same person coming out of that as I was going into it. No. You know what I mean? No. It's a, I'm unrecognizable and I'm just scratching the surface. Yes. I want to know who in my who in my life was my child before. What? Perhaps well because you know <laughs> wait, <laughs> because she was her dad's. Oh yeah, father or <laughs> shoot. We record. Okay, we're also recording this outro way after. But I think she was her dad's dad. Like she was the police chief. <laughs> what? She was her dad. She was her dad's son? No, her her dad was what her son. son in a previous life. Not police chief. Not police chief. <laughs> What like, the hell? <laughs> whatever. My, I told you my Woo! brain, brain matter splattered everywhere. Yeah. But like, who, who in my life, who, <laughs> were, you? who dad's were you? Who were you in mother? my life before? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Who were you? I totally you were know. were someone. This yes. is not our first go-round. Together. No. Our souls have been together for a long yes. time. Yes, long time. I long wonder. time. But, but you guys... I'm I having a contraction it. right
0: now. So to oh, speed God. things up. Uh, not speed things up, but to cut to the straight to the heart of the matter. Yeah. give Leave a nice review. Oh tap God. the five star. Tell a buddy about the pod and make sure they listen. Hold them to it. Hold tell them, them you it. won't be friends with them if they don't. Because Put there's too out there. many things in here that everyone needs to be a part of. And we love you to pieces.
1: And you can sit with us Always. Always. And we will, we will see, see you next,
0: next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite
1: podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah.
0: Every (laughs) Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron.
1: Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. you Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye. Bye.